You are Locked On Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Welcome on in on a weekend special edition, a bonus edition of the podcast. We continue with our player countdown series today. Day number 68, the best player to wear the number 68 in a BYU uniform in their history. We'll talk about that. Also need to get some thoughts on Caleb Lohner, the new addition to the BYU basketball program. Officially announced last night as the newest member of the BYU basketball team. Big addition, and we'll talk a little bit more about him on today's show as well. So a lot to get to on a special weekend edition of the show, and that starts right now. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for joining us on a special weekend edition of the podcast. A lot to get to like usual, but let's start off with the big news that came out last night. Uh, Friday news dump, if you will. BYU announcing the addition of Caleb Lohner to the BYU basketball program. He has officially signed his national letter of intent, for whatever intent and purposes that is, with the BYU basketball program after securing a release from his national letter of intent from the University of Utah. The way I understand this is he actually not going to sign a traditional national letter of intent because he already previously signed one. He would sign what they call a grant and aid agreement. Those rules may have changed, but the way I understand it is it's a grant and aid where he signs essentially a scholarship agreement rather than a national letter of intent. He is still bound to the BYU basketball program via all of the different machinations that go on with the NCAA. But I have to tell you guys, this is a big addition, getting Loner to sign with BYU. Uh, seeing some stuff out there, Steve Pierce, a good friend at Post Jimmer on Twitter, said that he had somebody tell him that Loner actually measures six foot nine in shoes. If that's true, that's a monster addition to the BYU front court in addition to the back court because Loner has the ability to play outside and inside. He showed that at the high school level, playing with Wasatch Academy the past two seasons. He's got a nice stroke from beyond the arc, but he's also more than capable of taking it down the lane and throwing it down, while also showing some decent back-to-the-basket moves as well. I think if he's actually six foot eight, six foot nine, you're looking at a guy that really could challenge for significant minutes as a true freshman at the three spot for BYU, and that would be a great addition to the BYU lineup, having that versatility. I look at it, and I think that he's just absolutely tailor-made for what Mark Pope and his staff are trying to do on offense. He's got the size, the body to really contribute already as a freshman. This is not your typical high school player coming in. He's listed at 205 pounds, if I'm not mistaken, but if you look at him, he is built the right way. He's thick through the chest and everything. He's got the body of a college athlete already, so... There should be no qualms about his ability to come in and hang physically in the college game. And the biggest issue, I think, is going to be a matter of him figuring out what BYU is doing on offense. It is a motion offense that Mark Pope and his staff run that requires you to understand just kind of the whole uh, concept of what is going on within the offense. It requires a lot of pick and rolls, a lot of pick and pop. It has You have to be able to handle the ball and be able to initiate the offense. It's it's actually a pretty advanced offense for the high for the, not the high school the college level, and I actually really enjoy watching it. I think it was a big draw for a kid like Loner to see what BYU did on offense this past year, featuring all of those seniors who really had a big impact for the BYU basketball program. And I think he's going to fit into it. Like I said, it's just it's a matter of him getting up to speed with what Mark Pope and his staff are trying to do on offense, and also showing the ability to play defense on the other end. 
a lot of times guys come from the high school level and their biggest thing is, yeah, they're a scorer. They, they've been the best player or one of the best players on their high school team. They also have to show the ability to play defense and slow down their opposition. They have to be able to guard their position or at least guard another person on the opposing team. Will Loner be able to show that right away in a BYU BYU uniform? We're going to find out. I do think he has a leg up, though, having played at Wasatch Academy because Dave Evans is a former college coach in his own right. And I know Dave Evans recently stepped down, but Paul Peterson, who's taken over, was the assistant there. And they played against the best of the best. And this was a, they played in the AAU circuit. They played in these national tournaments where teams, you're required essentially to be able to prove, hey, I can play a college-level game at the high school level. And I know that sounds weird, but go with me on it. I, I think that he has to be able to show, you know what, I learned how to play de- team defense at minimum at Wasatch Academy, and that can translate over to the college level. Mark Pope... For as much as his offense likes to run and gun and hoist up a lot of threes, he also requires just a, an all-out effort on the defensive end of the court. And will Loner be able to show that right away? Well, we're going to have to find out this fall when uh, school reconvenes and, of course, the BYU basketball program finally gets all of these guys into the same room and into the same gym. A number of them have already been playing together. I've seen videos of Loner playing with guys like Wyatt Lowell, etc., his future teammates here with the BYU basketball program. But when you're playing just pickup ball, it's different than when your coach is saying, hey, you guys need to do this. We need you to focus on this specific thing. We're going to find out if that ultimately is going to be part of his game right away or if he's going to need some time to get up to speed. The nice part is BYU's roster looks extremely deep next year. There's going to be a battle for minutes. If you want to play 25 minutes in BYU's uh, rotation, well, you're going to have to be a pretty elite player because there are a lot of talented players on this roster. They're going to be challenging for minutes, particularly at the three, four, and five spots, kind of the spots you would think, you know what, Caleb Lohner could play that small ball four potentially or maybe even a five in, a, in, in an emergency situation in a small ball lineup. He has to prove that he is as good, if not better, than the other guys on the roster. He's going to be battling against guys like uh, Gavin Baxter. He's going to have to beat, off, uh, beat out uh, Connor Harding, etc. And that's going to be the important uh, part of this team is, yeah, there's a lot of talent here. Which of these talents are going to rise to the top and really lead this team? Because outside of Alex Barcelo, it's a pretty un- underclassman-laden team. They need some leadership. So, what players can really step forward and become leaders? We're going to find out, and I really do think this should be an exciting year upcoming for BYU basketball. All right, so yeah, some good news with Caleb Lohner signing up with BYU. Uh, we're going to switch gears and talk some BYU football here in just a second. Uh, we're going to get to the best player to win the number 68 in a BYU uniform, and a former Cougar uh, that we tweeted at actually took over this and really helped himself, and we'll talk about that here in just a second. Before we do that, though, a request for you guys. If you guys don't mind, if you're listening to us, especially on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating. We love those five-star ratings, but more importantly, they help us continue to build this audience. We've been going at this podcast for almost two years now, and the audience has grown by leaps and bounds. I have to tell you guys, it's a credit to you guys for sharing this podcast with your family and friends, telling people about it. But more importantly, one thing you can do really simply is right there in your browser, your app, your podcast app, if you're listening to us on an iPhone or an Apple device, give us a five-star rating, leave us a sentence or two, what you like about the show, and that helps us build the audience. And a big thank you in advance for doing so. 
All right, let's take a minute here and talk about our player countdown series. We reached day number 68. BYU and Utah expected to kick off 68 days away from today up at Rice-Eccles Stadium. I know there's a lot of concern about the COVID-19 pandemic, but we're looking forward on this podcast as if it's going to happen. We're going to have that glass half full mentality. And until told otherwise, we are planning on seeing the Cougars take on the Utes up there at Rice-Eccles in the Holy War. And today is our day number 68. So we're talking about the best players to wear those respective numbers each day. And today actually had a pretty good list of talented players. We had Rob Buchanan, Jim Edwards, David Oswald, the former lineman in the Bronco Mendenhall era, and then Jason Sukanik, a uh, standout center slash guard for BYU late in Lavelle Edwards' tenure. Uh, Jason is actually now a, a radio host up in the greater Portland area, has been there for quite some time since ending his playing career. And we tweeted at him about this poll, and he had his fans come in and really take over. The most voted on poll to this point, without a doubt, in the Locked On Cougars podcast. Uh, countdown here, 589 votes. And Sukanik, as you would expect, after he called in some backup, won the poll with 95.9% of the poll of the votes. Congratulations to him. I didn't really necessarily think anybody was going to beat him out. I was going to pick Sukanik from, from the get-go. Like I said, I really liked what Jason Sukanik did for BYU during his career. A standout lineman for the Cougars. And just really, uh, man, I, I enjoyed watching him play. He was one of those guys who was not afraid to mix it up. A little bit undersized, all things considered. Six foot two, 280 pounds at BYU. But he just absolutely got in there and absolutely just mixed it up with anybody. He started 13 of 13 regular season games for the Cougars in 2001. Obviously, that year when they uh, had that incredible start and then had a disappointing end. He started at center in the Liberty Bowl against number two Louisville. Also was a first-team All-Mountain West Conference honoree for that. First-team media All-NWC as well. And just really, I thought, was one of the best linemen to play during the late tenure of Lavelle Edwards and then obviously kicking off Gary Croton's tenure with a bang in that 2001 season. So I thought it was a fairly clear pick today that Jason Sukanik was going to be the pick today, but he brought in his listeners from up there in the greater Pacific Northwest and they voted in droves. Like I said, this is the most voted on poll to this point. Uh, tomorrow we'll get to number 67. It's a much closer poll at this point uh, with the number 67. But Sukanik, like I said, winning with 95.9% of the vote. Jim Edwards beating out David Oswald by 0.1%, 1.5% to 1.4%. And then Rob Buchanan coming up in the rear with 1.2%. But a big congratulations to Sukanik, Big Suk and his army of fans as they make him the best player with a number 68, and I'm not going to disagree with that. I thought Suk was a great player when he played at BYU. He's become a great radio host. We've had him on my station that I work for my day job multiple times, and we'll try and get him on the podcast at some point here to talk about this. I think it'd be kind of fun to have him talk about uh, getting all of his fans to vote on this, but hopefully you guys are enjoying these polls as much as we're enjoying bringing them to you. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnCougars. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. Love to hear from you guys on this and also you can follow the show on uh, facebook and instagram and as facebook and instagram as well search out locked on cougars there and if you'd like to drop us a note anytime the email address is locked on byu at gmail.com 
All right, that'll do it for the special weekend edition, bonus edition of the podcast. Hopefully you guys are all doing well. Hopefully you guys are staying home, staying safe. I know masks aren't fun to wear, but we absolutely need to wear them to be safe out there, everybody. So I encourage you guys, make sure you're wearing your mask when you're out and about and not able to socially distance from your family and friends. All right, we'll talk to you guys again soon. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast, special weekend edition as we honor Jason Sukanik and celebrate the signing of Caleb Lohman.